Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Um, so one thing that I've, I've noticed that a lot of people get really, really um, fixated on keyword volume. They're all about keyword volume. Um, yeah. And, and th- what people aren't realizing is today, I mean, volume is great, but relevancy is... Yeah, yeah, relevancy right. is is the key, and you know that you should be looking for um, the the keyword that has decent amount of volume, but is the most relevant to your product, and that's what you should be hitting. Because what people don't realize is if you get a thousand views to a page for people searching organically, and only one of them buys it, what good is that keyword? It's worthless. What you want to go is the keyword that you only get you know fifty people viewing on, but ten of those people buy the product, which one would you rather have? I mean, a lot of people do not get that concept. This is the biggest argument that I get in my business. When I write a listing for someone, I don't look for the keyword with the most searches. I look for the keyword that is the most medium to long tail that has a really high search seed keyword inside of it. And I try to nail that down and hammer it in. And the biggest complaints I get because other people have been trained by outside organizations as they'll come back to me. And I got two emails this week, Amy, you wrote my listing and you didn't include this. Well, you, you didn't use in my title, the first keyword, the highest search keyword. I found this on helium 10. It's the highest search keyword. And I said, do you want to get buried? (laughs) Do you want to get buried or do you want to get bought? And so, you know, but I'm constantly defending that because many people don't understand that concept that you want people with the intent to buy behind your product that are looking for that relevant search result that see, yes, I'm looking for the blue thing with this many, you know, that's long and that's this many inches. I'm looking for that you know, and their, their intent to buy behind that, you're going to be at the top of that page and their intent to buy behind that's going to be amazing. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Carol has a quick question. She said a plus content question mark. So Carol, um, if you go into your, um, Amazon accounts, um, I'm not sure if this is rolled out to non-brand registered, um, sellers or not because I'm brand registered. So I can't pull up a, a seller central, uh, that's not, um, but it, it's um, under under the advertising heading, you'll see a, a little uh, click item that says A plus content. You click on that. And what it is, is it's just like building um, a little web page. It's a template for your Amazon product that lets you add graphics. So in other words, you know, um, in a traditional Amazon listing, you have the title, the bullet points and the description, um, and that's about it. But with uh, A plus content, while you're scrolling, scrolling down, you, it's almost like you, you get to build a little web page on top of your product listing that lets you add more photos, um, videos, kind of descriptions on the photos. Um, you can do things like um, infographics, you know, show people how things work. Um, so it's just a really, really good way to to burst, uh, to uh, burst, to boost conversion and burst conversion as well. <laughs> Either word will work. All right, so Marco, um, do you have any type of uh, systems in place when you're writing a listing, like a checklist? Um, have you been doing it long enough where you just go by the top of your head or, um, you know, Amy and I are big into systems now where it's like our, our new, uh, or at least I know for me, I'm still like obsessed with it because I'm not good at it. So I'm continuing to uh, try to systematize as much as I can. Um, I, I hound my wife Molly now that she's getting more and more into real estate. You know, she's complaining about missing things and not doing things. I said, well, do you have a system for that? She goes, no. I said, well, that's the problem. 
No, I, I, I understand that a, a good schoolboy should use a checklist, but there are something out of my mind. So uh, let's say I now, uh, after three, four years, uh, I go my way. I, I mean, I have my system, okay? I, start, I usually start from the, the keyword research. I mean, I, I, I open up uh, all kinds of, uh, you know, debut stuff like a keyword to the dominator, uh, all, all stuff. And I try to collect a, a, a very big list of keywords. Some of them, most of them, they, are, they will be useless, but the more I have, the safer I feel. So um, the, the, the first couple of hours of my optimization, I, I, I use them to collect three, four, five thousand keywords, okay? Then I started to, to, to put them in, to, to rank them in order to prioritize them. And once I understand who are the, what are the first couple of, let's say, 20, 20 most important keywords, I start thinking about the title. And then bullet points and, and product description. A small trick that I now use after so many years is that I... I, you, I, I, I try to build up uh, relatively short, short sentences that I, at the beginning I will I thinking to use for the bullet points. But at the end of the story, I create 20, 25 bullet points. Of course, they are too much. And so what I do, I don't waste anything. Like, the, you know, when you, when you kill a pig, okay? So uh, I use, I build, once I prepare the five bullet points, then I can use a, a, a quite a, a bunch of other sentences to build very quickly a, a good product description. So five bullet points, the best, let's say, bullet point. Everything else I put in the product description. This is, let's say, my, my working system. Gotcha. Uh, what, what, yeah. what do you think of in terms of uh, you know seasonality? Do any of your clients come to you and say, "Hey, I want to," you know, "I want to get some Christmas stuff going," or? Um, yeah, are you doing any of that? And if so, you know, how do you approach your listing uh, building differently than normal? Uh, usually, usually uh, I try to, if they ask me, if a customer asks me like this, something like this, I try to, to include this. I have a, a list of, uh, of, let's say, keywords. Uh, every, no, some list of, of keywords. Uh, every list belongs to St. Valentine or Easter or, you know, Halloween or Christmas and so New Year's Eve. And everything, and uh, I I pick up uh, this list from my files, and uh, I try to include uh, some uh, let's say hopefully powerful keywords uh, in their listing. So I slightly change their listing for the occasion for for the for the period where we are talking. So if they want to increase the Christmas Christmas sales, uh, I, I I tell them okay for a couple of months uh, from October because of course I can't uh, change the listing in 24 of December. Uh, from from October onward, I try to slightly modify their listing uh, in view of uh, Christmas sales by use by canceling some sentences and changing and putting in the search search terms, uh, doing some strange uh, things. Strange for them, not for me, but I know what I'm doing. But uh, okay, and uh, I try to let's say slight slight modification to listing according to. Uh, seasonal keywords, let's say. Yeah, Amazon's getting uh, more, uh, exerting more control on the catalog as well. 
Um, before, um, even if you're brand registered, when you're brand registered in the past, you could easily change your title. Now I've noticed, even though I'm brand registered, uh, sometimes uh, they won't let you change a title. Uh, you have to go to the catalog team and say, hey, you've locked my title. Why? And, uh, and usually the titles that they lock it to are horrible. Uh, they are Amazon best practice or what they preach, but um, is not what's going to get you the most amount of sales. Uh, so you have to go in there and kind of wrangle with them. What I did notice though, and I don't know if this still works. I haven't tested it recently, but um, how you can kind of get around that I've noticed is if you change just a couple of words at a time. Yeah. So change a couple of words, save it, it'll update. And then you go back, you know, the next day, then you yeah. up, update a couple more. It's extremely tedious. You are better off just to go to the catalog team. But what the catalog team will do, um, which this is why I love this trick, is if the catalog team says, oh, no, we need a, a link to your website to, to you know, make sure that that's what it's supposed to be, is you just spin up like a, a WooCommerce site, even if you don't have or a Shopify site or whatever, and you make that listing exactly how you want it to look on Amazon, and then you send them the link, and they will update it to that. This so is the hack. number one reason I tell people to have a website. Because, yeah. well, other than you should have a website. Like, right. hello, you should have <laughs> yeah. a website. Why don't you have a website? But yeah, that's, it's so easy, and it's, it's yeah. Totally, totally love it. But yep. not everybody has the has the uh, the skills, skills to yeah. very quickly update that. But well, that's today, why you, you guys with web builders and with yeah, visual with builders. Shopify, yeah, exactly with Shopify or even a ClickFunnels page or whatever you need to do um, yeah. in order to to make that happen. I mean, even Wix and I mean, there's so many like simple. Uh, uh, softwares now that you can spin up, a, a you know, even a, even if you just spin up a single product page to get that title changed, um, it might be worth it in terms of, of getting that changed. Um, something else to think about too, guys, is on the back end. You know, if you don't want to change your front listing, you know, the front end of your listing, just use your, those back end keywords and, and put some holiday keywords or phrases back there. Um, just remember, I always say back up your listing before you make changes, because if you do have a drastic change where it's a, you know, a negative effect, which I always say, if you make a change on your listing, you need, you need to wait a, at least a week to see because it'll ebb and flow. Normally when you how change How do you listing, back it up, Andy? Most people don't know how to back up a listing. Uh, well, you can do, so the easiest way to do it, what I do before I do any major changes is I email seller support and I ask them to uh, enable, enable category listing reports. Um, and then that'll let you download your entire catalog in a format that will let you re-upload it after you make mass changes. Um, it's also great for backing content up before you make any big changes. Now, if you are a seller SEO user, um, we have version control on our listing builder on listing lightning. So you can actually build your listing, save it, change it to what you want it to be, save it again, and then jump back and forth depending on, um, you know, what version that you want to go back to or go forward to. So that's kind of, um, you know, kind of a self plug, but also something really simple and easy to do that makes life a lot easier. So you don't have to do all this stuff manually. All right. So, um, Marco, um, any advice, uh, you want to give, uh, that we haven't covered yet in terms of, you know, getting a, uh, you know, getting a, a listing that you feel is going to be a winner. So, any advice? Huh? Yes. <laughs> one million, one million dollar question. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. That's not, not really. Okay. So we'll, we'll hit some questions here, um, before we, we move on. And, and I'm sure Amy might have some, Amy always has some good questions that she jumps in with. Um, yeah. to, to follow me up. But um, so uh, Carol's asking uh, if I develop the Airtable system. So Carol, I think you might be talking about um, the PPC system that I talked about like a lot of episodes ago that I built 
um, in Airtable, but it ended up being about 140 lines long. So I decided to scrap it because if I were to pass that off to somebody else, it would just be, you'd want to pull your hair out, especially since those processes are changing so quickly. Um, we built, a, um, Amy and I are in the process. Uh, we're about a little more than halfway through our PPC masterclass. And um, that's where we're kind of, you know, teaching everybody how to do uh, PPC. Um, and that's with, um, you know, step-by-step -step kind of instructions and, and best practices and things like that. Um, if you want to check that out, it's our, uh, on our agency website, digitalfire.agency forward slash shop for all of our uh, different um, services that are available and trainings that are available um, as of now. We're updating all those right now. So um, you'll see even more of those here soon. Um, we got some more questions here. Um, Kevin's asking, uh, uh, Marco, this is a great one for you. Um, uh, how do you optimize uh, in EU markets with the language barrier? So somebody from the US yeah. trying to optimize uh, overseas, you know, unless they're going to hire you, you know, any suggestions? I know a lot of people are probably using Google Translate and things like that. No, um, is that it, what you suggest or, my, or do my, you have any? I, when I, I started my agency, I, I adopted this system, which is a simple, but uh, quite efficient, let's say. But of course, I pass it through many mistakes. Okay. First of all, I start optimization in my own mother language, in Italian, okay? Once I optimize the page, I put this, all the SEO and everything. Then I, I created a small network for in, on each, in each country, which means Spain, France, Germany, UK. I took agreement with, with at least a couple of professional inter, inter translators. Some of them, they were already friends of mine, some, of, some others I found on, on the way. So uh, uh, I prepare the page, my page in Italian. Once it's 100% ready, I send the page to them, to each of them. If the customer asks me for a translation, a optimization for Spanish or France, Amazon France or Amazon Spain, for example. Once they, uh, I ask them to return the page within 24 hours, oh, sorry, 48 hours. So I, I give them a couple of days so they, they are not pushed too much by me. Once they send me the trans, literal translation, I, I empower it, I reinforce it, enforce it with, um, with SEO. Why? Because uh, even if they trans, I want a perfect literal translation, but it for me is a starting point, which means uh, once uh, I have uh, the Spanish version of the Italian page, optimized Italian page, then I need to, to, to put some, uh, some relevant keywords. And this is not a, a work that the translator is supposed to do. I do by myself. But uh, so the basement of the building is the Italian page. The development is the literal translation in the, in the other foreign language, European foreign language. And the final, the final point is my SEO optimization in Spanish or in, or in French, for example. Oh, so awesome. this is the system. Don't use Google, Google, Google. Uh, okay, I use a deeper translator. I use a Google translator, but the, result, the Amazon SEO is a totally another thing. So, I prefer to, to pay some money to a good professional translator, mother language, and once I have the page that is perfectly translated, then I put some CEO and uh, I, they publish. Excellent. So Kevin was asking about a method to back up photos. So Kevin, if you pull that category listing report, um, usually it also backs up the photos because it'll, it'll have a link in your main, at least the main photo. I don't know about the secondary photos. 
But if you pull that report, you'll see on the main photo column that there is the URL to the uh, photograph that um, was in place when you pulled the report. Um, so if you re-upload it, it should go back to the way it was. Now, uh, caveat to that is if somebody screws up a parent-child listing, that it, it can get mucky. I mean, I remember it's gotten so much better now, but I remember years ago literally having to spend days of my life, even with that category listing uh, report, uh, trying to update uh, parent-child relationships and having like one little thing wrong and it spits out, said it was wrong. You know, they didn't have that draft option where they have now, and they have all these tools in place now that make it so much easier, but it used to be literally like like pulling teeth. Um, Andy's saying for the tip on the catalog team, he um, tried to get his title updated and they still restricted him to 80 characters. Yeah, Andy, it's one of those things where you have to uh, keep hounding them. I always say, if you don't get what you want on Amazon from one seller support agent, just keep submitting it. <laughs> Somebody else might uh, might make it happen for you. But um, yeah, they're, they're getting really, really um, hard to deal with when it comes to um, actually having a, a, an optimized uh, product title and, and some of the other parts of the listing. And this is why it's really important to nail it from the very beginning, because if you put the correct listing and the correct title in there from the start, it'll probably go in without any issue. It's when you need to change it that it becomes a problem. So really get after your listing optimization or hire a professional from the start um, so that you're, you're not having to make major changes. Uh, often if you're just having to make a few changes, it's okay. But if you're trying to change around the whole, if you're using a, somebody like me, who's going to try to set your canonical URL and, you know, have everything right in your title. Well, um, Amazon's not going to like that. They're going to send back this. Well, it's not within our style guideline and you need to have the brand here and the sizing here and stuff that doesn't even make sense for your product. Right. So, you know, that's, that's when I have to get like super, what I'll do if somebody has that problem, they'll come back to me and say, Amy, Amazon's saying this. So I literally copy and paste the, the format that they wanted in. And I just use the same title and just change around stuff. And then we resubmit it and we, and it usually works, but yeah, you have to do it exactly like they ask, but you can still sometimes make your own little tweaks and play the game. So Andy's uh, asking holiday phrases are those generic uh, are these generic best uh, example Christmas toy for three year old or do you need to be specific to your product uh, best dinosaur toys for Christmas three year old toys so Andy you don't want to go too specific I think you're talking uh, in terms of PPC um, um, uh, on the SEO front you you can go uh, you know fairly specific but on the PPC side you want to go um, you know a little more broad than that because otherwise you'll get very few um, impressions. So I think that's uh, what you're talking about. Another really cool tool that I use to spin up uh, a lot of uh, keywords and things that uh, people don't think about. It's kind of a secret tool. I can't believe I'm sharing this, Amy. You know, I always overshare. Um, I can believe it. It's keyword <laughs> keywordin.com and there's a couple options. One says generate keywords for SEO and PPC. And what that does is it let you use modifiers. So you can do a list of modifiers on one side. So they have examples in there right now, buy shop for purchase, and then another modifier, black, white, and then another uh, modifier cheap used. So when you plug all those in and you hit generate, it will literally give you every different version of that, um, those keywords so that you, you literally have like anything anybody would ever type to find those, that, that product. Um, whether it's color, whether it's, you know, terms like buy, shop for, purchase, cheap, used, um, et cetera. And that will generate a huge list of, and uh, we've been testing this a lot, especially on our PPC and seeing really, really good results because 
a lot of the keyword tools give you stuff that, you know, that, that are coming from like the Amazon autocomplete, but the Amazon autocomplete only goes for the most popular search terms. It doesn't go for the super long tail stuff. So this is going to, you're going to generate your own super long tail phrases that are extremely relevant because they're actually going to have modifiers that people use every single day. Now, some of them might not get uh, many impressions because they're going to be super long tail by the time you get through all those modifiers. But um, try that tool, Andy. I think you're really going to, going to like it. And everybody else on the podcast now that the secret's out. What's, what's, the name, what's the name of this program? It's called Keyword In, like I-N, like K-E-Y-W-O-R-D-I-N.com, KeywordIn.com. And it's free. Um, it's just like a little modifier tool. Maybe um, we can put the link in the chat and that way we'll have it. Yep, I already did. It should be oh. in there. Yep. Sorry. I, I use, I use a, a Chrome extension to uh, called analyze it's not very bad cool. it's not bad very cool yeah so that's that's uh, one of the things you guys want to try um like i said we've been testing that for some of our um holiday stuff and having really good results for that um all right uh kevin i don't know if there's any process to back up a plus content but i know that um i'm pretty sure you can do drafts um, so you could probably just do a draft, copy the draft over when you want to change it and then just keep the original draft there. So you can go back and have that kind of original, um, version. All right, Amy, did we miss anything in the questions? I don't think so. Somebody's asking the report. So, um, it, it's the, uh, category listing report and it's not in your account by default. You have to, um, yeah. you, have you have to, to message. Yeah, you have to message seller support and say, hey, please enable category listing reports is what they're called um, in your account. And the way you pull them are in, it's, I believe it's under inventory, inventory reports. So main menu item inventory, then um, next one, inventory reports. And then once you ask seller support to enable it, they'll write you back when it's enabled. The crummy thing is they only enable it for a week, which is a pain in the ass because I literally have to open a ticket every week to ask them to re-enable it because I use that report so frequently. Um, but then that's where you can pull that report and, uh, and, and get it. I want it locally as well. Kevin. I wish that report was just available It'd make life so much easier, especially for guys like us with, with massive catalogs. Um, all right, Marco. So let's wrap up here. Cause we're just about at our, at our hour. Um, any, I, I know that we've talked about this before. Any, um, anything new though, um, in terms of you're one of those guys like me, who's trying new tools, uh, you know, reading, listening to stuff. Um, you know, any favorite books, podcasts, motivational materials, um, you know, things that you're kind of into right now in terms of the Amazon world or just in general? Uh, look, nothing new because as, as a, I was a little bit uh, uh, not update because I spent my last two months in hospital now, but now I'm trying to, to get in better and better. But the, the only small tip, that, uh, it's not a tip, it's nothing new, uh, I, I kindly suggest is uh, to, if possible, again, once again, if you think you have a, a good item, if you, if you think you have a, a good listing, think about the, the, the possibility to spend a couple of hundred bucks and make a, a one minute video. Just to give you an idea, today we launched, one of my customers launched the chewing gum, sponsorized by Zlatan Ibrahimovic, you know, the soccer player that now is playing in the USA. And Zlatan Ibrahimovic, the first thing we did was to run, to, to prepare a one-minute video. And this one-minute video will be, of course, on their website, but it will be as a bottom picture of, a, of our listing. 
because a video, a video, uh, I think is giving a, a terrible boost in any listing because think about it, it maybe only 1% of uh, the listing have a, include a video. And the 99% of the listings do not include a video. So it's something that is a little bit advanced because for example, when you are beginning, it's not easy for you to think, okay, I spent two, 300 euro to make a video you know, for my first product. But if, you, if I could come back, I should do it from the very beginning. Once yeah, absolutely. again. Absolutely, to di differentiate yourself. You know, the more yeah. you stand out, the more you can make yourself different than your competitors. Um, you know, people can tell when they look at your listing if you're, uh, you know, or or they can, they get a sense of whether you're you're putting your time in and and you know spending time to make that listing and make your product good or not. Right. Um, you know, it, it's I think it's very apparent. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so let's see. Um, Andy's saying halfway through the training and um, and the PPC course is awesome, team. Hey, thanks, Andy. Really appreciate that. Um, it is <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> uh, Amy and I, uh, we we were like, wow, this is. Uh, a ton of work, but we know that we're, uh, or at least we think we're building the, the literally the best, most detailed PPC course on the planet. Um, and so I'm, I'm glad you enjoy that. Uh, and and uh, I'm looking forward to showing you the rest. It's, it's a lot of really cool stuff. Hopefully a lot of stuff that people have never even heard of doing before. So I uh, appreciate that. Um, let's see here. Um, Andy's asking, what are your thoughts on using a photo to show a highlight of your review? Um, we have tested that and, um, and uh, yeah, I, th I think that's uh, definitely a reasonable thing to do. Um, definitely something that, uh, that you can try. Um, you know me though, um, I, I always wanna test, um, Andy, so make sure you're, you're testing um, everything. All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, as usual, thank you so much for everybody who joined us live. Uh, we had quite the, the uh, audience today. Thank you guys so much. Um, having you live here, as you can see, is awesome because uh, you guys, you know, fire out these questions that Amy and I have not thought of. It uh, really, really adds, uh, you know, to, to the episode. So thank you guys so much, all you guys in here. I recognize so many of you guys. Uh, thank you so much for, for uh, joining us live. Um, uh, Kevin, yeah, putting reviews in the, in the photo can... Uh, be against uh, TOS. Uh, so <laughs> be careful with that. Uh, thanks for mentioning that. Um, so uh, something else we want to mention, guys, is um, we really, really appreciate you guys uh, rating, reviewing, um, you know, subscribing to this podcast. We are growing so quickly. Like Amy and I keep like, like being like little kids in a candy store whenever we look at our, our chartable ratings. Uh, we keep going up. And I think that's because we're giving you guys maximum value. So thank you guys so much for doing that in advance. Um, and, you know, sharing with your friends and family and things like that. I keep getting emails about people saying, Hey, my friend, um, you know, told me about your podcast. Thank you so much. So thank you guys. We really, uh, that kind of drives us forward when you guys, uh, you know, let us know how it's, it's, you know, making a difference in your guys' life. Uh, that kind of gives us our, our little, uh, energizer, uh, bunny feeling when, when we hear about those things. So thank you guys so much. Um, as usual, we do this live every Tuesday, 1 p.m. Pacific time. Join us live. If you guys want to be involved in the questions, you know, being able to, to talk to us and our guests live. Um, when we're done, as usual, we do extra innings. So I'm going to end the recording here as usual. Uh, but then we're going to keep talking for probably another 10 or 15 minutes. And uh, all that content does not get recorded. So the only way you're going to get to it is if you guys join us live. So you can do so at uh, uh, sellerseo.com forward slash SRTs, the uh, the uh, short link and uh, it's free of course you guys can jump on here and interact with us and thank you guys so much and thank you marco for for joining us uh, i wish this would have happened sooner
you're welcome and a very big hug from from Italy to all audiences to, of course to Emmy and to you <laughs> thank you Marco it was such a pleasure having you thank you thank you very much and uh, if I hope to to hear from you soon but if not uh, good have a good Christmas thank you so much Marco really appreciate it all right guys take care we'll see you next time on Seller Roundtable bye Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, sellerseo.com and amazingathome.com.